Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Welcome in, Loons fans, to another week of Loon Talk here on, well, the podcast you're listening to, Loon Talk, great opening, Jonathan. Dan Terrar, welcome in. Let's let's just get this started. Hey, happy Monday. (laughs) It's a Monday. It's a something. What are we on? What are we on? (laughs) <laughs> uh, we're in the middle of the season, and it's uh, interesting times. Uh, uh, let's do some housekeeping. Once again, Loon Talk, okay. give us a rating, a review, and a subscription anywhere you get your podcast. It does help us get found. We do appreciate that. Dan, let's jump right into it. We won't dwell on it too long because we got a, we got a couple other things to go on to here. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I like to open up the show from time to time saying – uh, yes, we are paid by the team because we are the score, we are the radio broadcast team for mm-hmm. Minnesota United. But that is we get paid by the team for those games. We don't get paid by the team for this. I mean, there's there's always that line, and there's not really a whole lot of safe talking I mean, about this game. So let's concerns just jump me right when it. you have to put your disclaimer <laughs> out there. I, I mean, there's <laughs> I think the effort was good. <laughs> Yeah, it. Uh... I think there's some good positives from the match. You know what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Hey, you know what? You're not. <laughs> you're not going to say anything that the players have painful, terrible ending to a road match. And yeah. uh, there's there's that's just the truth. You're not. You're not. Uh, you don't need a disclaimer to tell the truth. That, that it was. It was terrible. Yeah, that was. Probably yeah. one of the most painful endings to a game we've seen in a very long time with this club going into the final, Could be. what, seven minutes of the match up one nil and yeah. give up two goals to a substitute that came on two minutes before the first goal goes in and you just collapse in the final seven minutes of that match. I can't, you, there's no comparing between this and the Seattle one a couple of years ago in the conference championship game, because that's a, for a chance to go into the final, but the feelings yeah. afterwards, yeah, you're... pretty dang similar of just how bad it felt. Yeah, you, your reaction. And I was going to say this isn't this isn't by this is by far not no. the worst loss they've ever had. So uh, it's just the most recent one. Um, but yeah, it, it's we've seen it before too many times where they uh, just they they make the defensive substitutions and not able to hold the other team off. And uh, it's very disappointing. And you know that the players feel that way. You know, the coaching and training staff all feel that way too. But what do you do? You don't have any choice. You can you can dissect it as, you know, but you've got to turn around and play a game again right away. So you really, you really have to put it behind you as quickly as possible. And, you know, I, I agree because you there. There's not a lot you could take from that where you're going to say, here's what we learned, unless you learned that, you know, uh, no lead is safe. But this club already knew that. They already knew that, um, and it's it's tough. We knew this road trip was going to be really difficult. We knew this was going to be uh, a road trip for three matches, and there was a really good chance you don't come out. They would get points on this road trip. But you knew there was a chance they might not. Yeah, it's just – and you saw this road here you are up. with one game go, and, and even though you feel you should have probably gotten, you should have gotten points. Yeah. So yeah, now you you're at a point where you're going, okay, after that we really should have had points. One. Yeah. No, you knew it was going to be really difficult. And, and so here you are now. Hi. Yeah. Um, 
you knew that it was going to be tough. The tougher part about it is you went from uh, looking like you were going to get a point in New England, look like you are going to get three points in Miami, and now you're at, you know, nothing. And now you go to L.A., and the pressure's really on to get to get some points. So uh, it's it just the way it happened is more painful than what really happened. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as you mentioned, the way it happened, it's just, it just feels way worse. You give up one goal leads at different points in the last two matches on the road against teams that you knew would be tough opponents in their places. Right. And you're coming back off a three, three week break and you want to get this season essentially restarted from the first, what, 16 matches of the season that yeah. didn't really go the greatest. You're out of playoff contention, you're not where this team should be at this point in the season. And it's just, it's right. looking rough. Like, People have already started pointing out you're looking at the same point totals at the halfway point as the 2017 and 2018 seasons. Uh, and mm-hmm. we all remember how those seasons were. They were bad. They were pretty They were pretty historically bad teams uh, for how those teams finished in the season. I don't think this team's ever going to get close to that again. There's just too much talent on this squad to be that bad. But points totals-wise, you're right there with right. them right now. And granted different seasons because you're only a couple points out of out of the playoff spots right now because there's a couple more playoff spots than there was at that time but it just feels like every game especially after how the last two ended just a slog fest right now and that's just probably how it's going to be through this mm-hmm. season as you're trying to battle back into a playoff spot yeah i, I mean I think i think things will get better for this team uh i have no doubt in that but yeah i mean right now you'd be looking at Okay, we've got four points on this three-game road trip. We're going to L.A., and you'd be like, hey, we're happy with four. Let's see if we can go get some more in L.A. Now it's more of a desperate feeling going to L.A. So that's yeah. the reality they have to deal with. And, and uh, you know, I just, I, I'm just i looking forward to uh, the game in L.A. just to see how this team responds after uh, what was a real tough loss. Yeah, I think the game in L.A. coming up so quickly is the only good thing about that game coming up. Because it's in L.A. For one, for us, it's at 9 p.m. at night or 9.30 p.m. at night. So great. Looking forward to that. But the fact that it comes up so quickly after that devastating loss on Saturday, it allows the team to put the game out of their mind right away because they have to shift focus quickly uh, because the game's so quickly after it. There's no choice. There's no choice other than just look ahead and just completely forget how how you collapsed at the end of the match. Right. So let's forget about that and get on with the fun stuff. I'm okay with that. Let's uh, do it. Let's uh, let's jump right into it then, Dan. As you teased it there, I decided because that this because these kind of episodes where we usually review stuff, we're not really a preview thing. That with the game coming up on Wednesday, let's have a little bit more of an evergreen topic here. And Dan, I I sent you this homework task earlier today. I Come like up with homework. a loons lineup, a loons formation that is not the four two three one that we're accustomed to seeing. So you can use anybody from Minnesota United, Minnesota United 2. If you want to pull up from the academy, if you know any of the academy kids, go ahead. Uh, what am I <laughs> but free reign to create an entirely new lineup that we haven't seen before. Uh, do you want to start, sir? I'll go first, yeah, because I toiled over this. I went back and forth. I went I went back and started writing out what uh, what my high school coach had us playing, which, which <laughs> I realized wouldn't work with this team. Um, and so after – a lot of uh, scribbles on a piece of paper today. Here's what I came up with. Um, right. I wanted something that would leave our four, I guess, basically five defensive players intact. 
okay. uh, the four defenders and our goaltender because they're playing outstanding. There's no why would you mess with that? Right. So so when you leave that 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 kind of limits what you can do with the uh, with the other. Uh, you know, six players because you're kind of, I'm committing and that's what I had to decide. I'm committing to keeping the defense the same. So that's, uh, you know, Lawrence, DeBossi, Boxel, and Taylor, Fisher, Metonair. Remember, remember, remember Roman Metonair? I miss him. Again? I, yeah, I miss, I miss him. Um, and so I, I couldn't, no matter how hard I tried to try something different, I could not mess with that. My, my, I, I couldn't. It's just, it's too good. Yeah. So what I ended up with, was uh, you know Dane St. Clair in goal, a uh, in front of him a four one four one. Ooh, so, I like this idea. So I have as that lone defensive midfielder, I would have Will Trap. Okay, makes sense. Okay, and then I'd have a four man offensive mid or forwards, and that would be left to right: Fragapane, Reynoso, Ariaga, and Load. Okay, and then. Luis Amaria up top. Sticking with Amaria. I what else that's we the got? First thing that comes to my mind here when I see your lineup. All that, all that work, and that's all you got out of it. That's the first thing. There's a couple things here. The first thing okay. I see is okay. Luis Amaria sticking way. with that one. If if I had somebody else, I would have put him in there. I, that's all I got. Okay, that's fair. He sort that's of scored fair. a goal. He sort of scored a goal in the last game. Did he? Have you looked at it? Have you looked at it since since we've looked at Sunday? it like sixteen times and it's hard to tell. I can't see. I still think it looks like Robin kicked it. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, yeah, I, I that was it. my only question mark. But I, I I don't feel confident enough in Adriana New to put him up there. So that's what I went with. It was not wow. an easy decision. If the reports are to be true that we've seen Adriana New is no longer with the squad, so it wouldn't pick, matter. Anyways. Pick it apart. Pick it apart. Right. Go ahead. Pick it up. No, I don't. I don't have many problems with it. My lineup's a little bit different, obviously. Okay. Uh, I like the idea of Will Trap playing that defensive mid. I get a little nervous about asking Emmanuel Reynoso to play more of a midfielder role because we, as we talked about last week, get him further in the, I, get him further upfield, get him towards that penalty box where he's still good at drawing fouls. Because if he can draw a foul in the penalty box, guess what? Genius! It's a penalty kick. <laughs> Seems here, so here's easy. My, Here's my thought on that. Those four in the yeah. middle, uh, Franco, uh, Reynoso, Ariaga, and Lowe would be a little bit more of a diamond where Ariaga okay. would be Ariaga would be drifting back a little bit and Reynoso would drift forward. That makes but it's sense. still four. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So glad I can yeah. clear that up for you. <laughs> I like it. All right. So mine is one of my favorite formations that I like. I like when I see soccer. Uh, and this is essentially our talk me into segment. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of talked me into it. I'm going to go a little bit different here for, <laughs> from you. I'm okay. going with the Christmas tree. My favorite formation oh, of all time. Oh, okay. All right. Four, I looked three, at that. 4 one I looked at and that. And I'm going to start off that? with – what were you going to say? Go ahead. No, I, I was going to pick it apart before you even said who was playing. So go <laughs> ahead. I'll wait. I'll wait. You're going to pick it apart just based <laughs> off what I do in the defense here. I'm not changing the back line at all. I'm going with the idea that they had after four games last season, not saying that Dane St. Clair has played bad because he's been playing outstanding. Just give it a little bit of a change up, put Tyler Miller back in, see what he can do. See if he can kind of refresh this thing. Because as you brought up before we went into the broadcast on Saturday, they haven't had a clean sheet in months now. It it seems it's been a while. I can't remember the last time they had a clean sheet, bring in Tyler Miller, see if they can get the defense absolutely locked solid again, where you're not going to get in. You're not going to let in that squeaky goal. They let in against New England that kind of t- tipped everything down and then everything collapsed on on when or on Saturday night. 
bring in Tyler Miller, see what, see if anything changes, see if anything gets better. I don't know. I'm not blaming any of this. Do not take that as that, as blaming any of this on Dane St. Clair, because as we've mentioned time and time again on this podcast, he has been outstanding. He has been playing goalkeeper of the yep. year level uh, play. Keep him in there as long as you want. I'm just saying for one game, change it around. See if, see if it helps okay. reinvigorate people. So sure, Tyler Miller sure and net, the back line stays the same. Kamara Lawrence, Bakaita Bossi, Michael Boxel, DJ Taylor. From there yeah, on. You didn't want to mess with that either. So No, that, it doesn't make sense to mess with that. Don't fix what's not, what's not broken. Uh, so my, my midfield three is Kervin Ariaga, Will Trapp, and Yosef Rosales. I like those three when they're on the field. Putting Rosales on with Trapp and Ariaga gives him that, gives him a little bit more freedom to make some mistakes that you would expect from a kid to make because he's got the he's got the backup of Will Trapp and Kervin Ariaga. I would expect Will Trapp to play a little bit deeper than the other two and those in Ariaga and Rosales will kind of just just roam the field and just clean up everything before it gets to Will Trapp and he, Will Trapp's there just to help out the defense. And then my attacking three, Emmanuel Reynoso, and I'm pulling up from the MLS or Minnesota United two. I'm pulling up AZ Jackson, what? who leads MLS Next Pro in key passes. He's one of the best players in MLS Next Pro. Oh, He's got five goals, three assists, leads the team in both categories, I believe. He has been outstanding. I don't know at all if he can handle it at this level, but at this point, when you're when you're struggling for the season, bring in some young, fresh legs who's who's not going to give a damn, who's going to try his hardest to do something to impress, bring this kid right. in because you don't really have a whole lot of, like the rest of your attack hasn't really done well. It, it's not that hard to say when you're, when you're sitting near the bottom of the, the <laughs> league and goals scored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, that part of the team is broken. There's, there's no way around saying that. It's just that part of the team is broken right now. Bring in Emmanuel Reynoso and AZ Jackson. Put those guys as the number 10 behind Robin Lood. I'm I'm kind of out of the Luis Amaria experiment. I get why they're doing it. It just hasn't worked this season, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's now five goals in 22 games he's played for the squad since joining three years ago. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's working right now. Give Amaria a little bit of a break. Tell him, you know, go home for a little bit. Take some time off. <laughs> go home. Go, go home, home for a little bit. Take some time off. Take some weight off your shoulders. We'll they do this without that. you for, for a week. They, they tried that with young Grey Goose. He just went to San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Go home for a little while. So I've got while. Robin Lode up top. He'll play the false you know nine behind Emmanuel Reynoso, who's going who's gonna to play a little bit of a second striker role. He's, gonna, he's also still going to play his number 10 role as well. He's going he's gonna to roam a little bit more afield, but he's, I'm going to tell him, stay further up, up the field. I don't need you tracking back because I have that three-man midfield of Ariaga, Trapp, and Rosales to sweep up anything. I don't need Reynoso mm. to track back. I want him closer to the goal where the goals are scored. There is no profession on the face of the earth where your boss tells you to go home and it's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, why don't you, why don't you just go home for a while? <laughs> just take a week off. We'll still pay you. Just take a week off. We don't, we don't need right. you around here, man. Uh, okay. Your right, goaltending swap. I'm perfectly okay with that. I, I believe that, if Tyler Miller had played uh, the entire season, we'd have the same record as we do yeah. with Dane. I think they're both quality goaltenders. I think they both can make key saves. Um, so I don't think – I think that, yeah, I would go along with that just to shake things up. Uh, defense, you left it alone. Problem I have with going from the uh, four and then a three to one, I don't feel like that's going to increase the offense. 
Um, yeah, I like Rob. You know, you know, I love Robin Lud, and and I, I like him. I just want him on the pitch. Um, but I, I still want, I still want speed up front. I still want some speed up front, and that's why I like having Amaria or Abu Dhabi or someone that can stretch the defense and make them be. I feel like when when we're in that false nine with Robin, I feel like the middle backs go, okay, where's where's Reynoso? Yeah, because because Robin is as skilled as he is, doesn't have speed where they're worried about getting beat. Right. They just aren't. So um, and Jackson, I don't know. You may be right. I have never seen him play. I've looked at his numbers and I don't know. But you know what? I'd be willing to give anybody a shot. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, right now with the with the situation offensively for this club, um. I'd be ready to try just about anything because they've got to to salvage this season. They've got to uh, they've got to score goals. They've got to yeah, find a absolutely. way to score goals. And yeah. right now, um, the club is saying, okay, uh, if if Luis Amaria gets the start on Wednesday, they're saying we think he is our best chance at somebody getting on a run here and scoring goals. So he'll get if he does if he does get that opportunity to start again in in LA on Wednesday. Then you wonder, okay, well, let's hope he does, and and if not, then what? So, I yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Christmas tree because I don't think that <laughs> provides the offense that we need, and that's why I went with the four one four one because I think with uh, Fragapane, Reynoso, Ariaga, and Robin Lud, four guys that can all put the ball into the uh, into the area. I think uh, um, Luis Amaria would either. He'd either he'd either fl- he'd either swim or sink one of the two. So, um, he's had enough anyway. time this season. I I'm personally yeah. on the he's sinking bandwagon. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't like saying that because I want him to succeed. They spent a lot I've, of money on him. Yeah, designated player. At some point, you'd like a designated player number nine to succeed in this club. It's just of course he had would. almost a thousand minutes this season, and he's got three goals, and you're paying him a lot All of right. money to score just three goals. Well, so he may be sinking, but I'm giving him a snorkel. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. snorkel you're giving him we'll see how long the snorkel lasts okay <laughs> to be your best every day you need proven quality sleep every night science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental emotional and physical health and that's where the sleep number bed comes in and let me tell you ever since i've had it my sleep iq score is just going higher and higher And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Yeah, I don't know. You can let us know, listeners, which which lineup you like better. Uh, Yeah, just... Tweet us. I know Dan doesn't check Twitter, so I'll have to let him know next next week. He probably won't Twitter's, accept my my analysis on that Twitter, one. Twitter Twitter scares me. There's there's uh, a lot of anger on Twitter. There's people there's are why are people so why are people so unhappy? There's a lot of anger everywhere, Dan. 
Haven't it's you a noticed? beautiful you day. It's a beautiful day. Turn off the news and enjoy the nice weather. Stop being so angry. Turn off everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Turn so. off everything. All right. So that yeah. was our way of avoiding talking about Inter Miami by <laughs> coming up with a new lineup. Well, they're a really good quality <laughs> club. So let's move on. All right. Let's move on to some of the news over the past couple over the past couple days. Uh, news coming out. Reports actually coming out. Adri Nunu on his way back to France. Is that uh, official yet? Not official, but there's okay. been reports from from pretty some pretty. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. If, I wasn't sure. And from here, so Andy. Greger I wasn't sure. Out, so. I wasn't sure if we were talking about that yet. It wasn't since it wasn't announced by the club yet. We can talk about reports. Yeah. Just because we're we're employed by the team on game day doesn't mean we can't talk about reports. Right. No, I mean no. It's it's there's people are people that know more than we do are saying that's what's going on. So yeah, you know. It's it it's sad that it didn't work out. I liked him. I like the underlying numbers said that he was doing well. He's getting in areas. You can kind of see that from time to time that he was getting into dangerous areas. It just the final product of getting the ball into the back of the net just never seemed to click for him. And I, I don't understand yeah. why. And, and nobody can say that, you know, with with this coaching staff, with Adrian Heath, no one could say people don't get a chance. I mean, you yeah. can you could say did he, maybe he didn't get an uh, he got he got a lot of opportunities, and he did twenty seven games last year, I believe. Yeah, he didn't put up the numbers. Uh, Luis Amaria, if if he doesn't, you know, put up numbers the rest of this year, I don't know why he'd be back. But he got all the chances in the world. Abu Dunladi, they brought him back for another chance. He can't do it. So, uh, you know, the one thing I would argue with some of the detractors of of this uh, team is don't tell me that these guys aren't getting the right chances. They're getting the opportunities. They're getting the yeah. chances. They're getting the playing time. They're getting the minutes. They're getting the starts. Um, it's up to them after that. There's no coach in the world that's going to, you know, you know, make Luis Amaria finish a goal. That's up to him. That's, yeah, that's totally up to him. So, um, and he's had the chances, so hopefully he does well. But, uh, yeah, Adrian Anu seemed like a really good guy. Uh, seemed like a likable guy. So, uh, you know, I hope he has uh, success when he heads home. Absolutely. Go home. Go home for a while. It's not a good thing. <laughs> not a good thing. A guy who's going to get a bunch more chances here. Adrian Heath signed a new two-year deal to stick with the club along with his coaching staff. They will be here. Yep. Dan, thoughts on Adrian Heath uh, sticking around for another couple of years? Well, let him finish what he started. Um I know that there's been some bumps in the road, but mm-hmm. really from, from the beginning, he said, I've got a, uh, I, I'm trying to remember now, is it, was it a five-year plan or six-year plan? I think they we're said in year five six. Year? I think yeah, he said five six. years. Well, uh, all he did is in those five years, built this team into a playoff team, got them to the Western Conference Finals. What do you want? What more? I mean, I know, I know you want a championship, yeah. but there's, a, there's, most of the teams in the league have not won a championship. And, yeah. You know, well, this you have the team, Seattle's it, of the world dominating everything. You have LAFC bringing right. in the players that they bring in. Uh, yeah. The, the other teams that have uh, deep pockets bringing in the players that they're bringing in. It's, it's hard to compete. That's not an excuse. But, I mean, Adrian Heath got this team competing in a league that has that has players like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, that has players like Carlos Vela, that had players like Joseph Martinez and uh, I, I, just a bunch of the Without- other players. Yeah, he, without yes. the spending that those teams had, he got them to the Western Conference Championship. Right, and and you know, you ask any coach, and any coach would say, "Yeah, I want to spend more money," but that's not his decision. Right, you know, that's that's the ownership or the ownership group's decision. 
is how much money to spend on players. So, um, no, I want to I want to see this thing through. Um, but he's got a lot to prove this year still. I mean, this year is a long. We're halfway through the season, and um, this team he knows it. The players know it. The staff knows it. The broadcasters know it. The second half of this year needs to be better than the first half. It's it's plain and simple. So, um, and and I think I really think this club will do it. I think the second half will be better, and uh, things will look a lot better a couple months from now. I mean, transfer Is that too up. much sunshine and lollipops for? You? Is that too much? Too many u- rain, rainbows and unicorns for you? That's hey, that's we put the way the disclaimer I feel. on the episode. We put the disclaimer no, out there. No, that's that's not that's not. I'm not kissing up to anybody. I I really believe that, and um, you know, let's let's go. Let's get this second half going. I mean, you look at it. We talk about. We already talked about Audrey Nanu, uh heading out. If those reports end up do being true, which I do believe they will be true here in a couple couple days, mm-hmm. whenever that happens. Uh, that opens up to up a designated player spot. You can bring in another designated player at whatever oh. part of the field you think you need them in. I don't think they need it in defense right now. Defense is pretty good. Goalkeeping is pretty good. Did you, did you really got a just, midfield that's pretty good. So did you really just say that? What did you really just say they could bring one in in whatever area you think they need one? Did you really just say that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we know where they need one. Yeah, striker. But are we going to bring in another yeah. designated player striker? <laughs> we get to do well, that again. Try, Just try, keep doing it until keep it works. Trying. Well, what what are your choices, Jonathan? You have to keep trying. You can't just yeah. quit. You can't just say that's it. No, if Luis Amaria isn't the guy, then we're just gonna we're just gonna suck. No, you got to keep trying. <laughs> you got to keep trying, and and one of these guys is gonna click. Hey, I wasn't go, saying yes. Luis Amaria was the Titanic, and Adrian Heath was the captain of the Titanic. It's <laughs> not what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> iceberg straight ahead. <laughs> Uh, oh man no you gotta keep trying keep trying to find the right guy and maybe that right guy will be a young guy that they you know we thought was that one two three three four years ago three years ago we thought abu Dunladi was a guy mm-hmm. right did six he score years ago when they brought him in his first overall that wasn't pick. six years ago he was the first pick of the club first God, draft pick i can't i forgot that was six years ago and guess what he scored what did he score eight that year yeah, he scored Ten, eight goals eight? that year, and most of them came in the first 14 matches. So at some point you thought, we're set for the future. Yeah. This guy's going to be our this guy's gonna be our striker for the next 10 years. We're golden. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. You got to keep trying. Keep working. Yeah. So you're, Just keep swimming. you're already predicting another designated player striker. <laughs> Isn't that what we need? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not okay. disagreeing with you. Wow. I was I'm wondering what you were drinking. You Let me see what you're drinking. I'm going to make sure it's not like, uh, you know. We got yeah, the okay, it's root beer. Okay. It's a silver wondering. can. I know people can get confused by silver cans. I've okay. gotten some weird looks on the highway when I'm driving around drinking. I just want to make sure you weren't pounding White Claws or something. White Claw? Come on. Come on, Dan. You seem like you might be a White Claw guy. No. Me? Gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> get White Claw oh, out of okay. here. No. Okay. I read it. I read it wrong. I'm sorry. No. I read that wrong. Oh. <laughs> it might be the beard. I don't know. I'm so disappointed. White claw. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe I read that wrong. We'll see. <laughs> Give me a good Jack and Coke. I, I don't need white claw. That's right. disgusting. All right. Try it once and it's gross. All right. Moving on. Yeah, let's More move news on. Across the league. Huge what? news Saturday. Out of nowhere. Completely stunning. Gareth Bale. Uh, five times Champions League winner with Real Madrid over the past six seven years. I don't remember what it was at this point. I think it's seven years. Uh, five times Champions League winner, one of the 
world's best players when he's on his game, when he's healthy and playing. Uh, signs on a TAM deal with LAFC. I, I have wow. no idea how they got one of the world's best players coming in on a targeted allocation money deal. And then they also slyly announce or sort of or reports come out that Carlos Vela, their designated player number or their designated player, uh, basically their best player on the team is set to re-sign his contract that was supposed to end here in three or four days time. So now they've got Giorgio Chiellini, one of the world's best defenders, kind of on the wrong side of 30 coming in, Gareth Bale coming in, Carlos Vela re-signing for the rest of this year and into next year. Uh, it also still leaves their third designated player spot open, so they can still bring in another designated player. Yeah. Oh, and they're already top of the conference and top of the league. The best uh, just get yeah, better. Yeah, you know what? And And here's the deal. When people come from... Outside of the United States, mm-hmm. so many of them are attracted to the the coasts and the big cities. They're attracted to L.A., Miami, and New York because that's what they hear about. That's what yep. that that's what the rest of the world thinks that this whole country is L.A. and New York, and and that's what's. I propose this to the MLS that there needs to be restrictions in direct correlation to the size of the market in which you play in. <laughs> Do you really as want to do to, that though? Because those are the biggest TV yes. markets, and as we've seen, yeah. TV numbers in this league aren't good at all. Radio's Red- better anyway, so what difference does it make? So, <laughs> so no, because then you have what? What does the NFL has that every league in the world wants? They they found a way to have parity. I don't think the Premier League cares about parity, and they're the most profitable league in the world. They sh- they should. Doesn't because matter. Then to them. They still continue raking. Then you're still engaged. Parody doesn't matter in soccer. Well, man. you know what? They have relegation, which is sort of a form of parody, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. when you think about it, uh, relegation is bad, a form you get, of. You go down. Right. It's a form of parody. The bad teams just, you say, bye, go home, go home for a while, and the good teams stay. So, anyway, uh, that's, that's it's not. become a thing now. Go home for a while, isn't it? It's not fair. Yeah. You want you just go home for a while. <laughs> uh, it's not fair um, because. <laughs> The lifestyle of a player who comes from anywhere in the world living in Minnesota is 1,000 times better than that of living in New York or L.A. But these guys don't know that. They're, they're, like, a, they're like L.A. is LA and New York is this great big light bulb in the dark, mm-hmm. and they're like bugs. They're attracted to it, <laughs> and they don't know why, yeah. but they are. And then there's a good chance that they're going to get burnt and die, but – uh, where they'd be a lot happier in Minnesota. We have lakes and trees and really nice people. And, you know, there's mosquitoes, but that's the only problem. So And humidity. Yeah, well, Florida, come on. So, <laughs> okay, fair anyway, enough. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to figure out a way to uh, level the playing field because these guys are so attracted to the lights and the glitz and the... Uh, I don't think there's going to be a way to level that, though, because, I mean, that's the way the league is trending is towards the way that... The rest of soccer well, is taken is done in the rest of the world. So then, I mean, then, then get used to a handful of teams dominating permanently. That's how it is everywhere else. No, I don't, I don't have a like problem it. with it. I mean, just I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like LA. That's fine. California in general. Like California. California in general. LA. I don't like. Yeah. Yuck. Oh so well. The, what next? That was the big news of the week. Okay. Some of the scores from across the weekend. If you want to look at those, Seattle. Kind of pushed aside easily. Sporting Kansas City three uh, nil. Sporting Kansas City wishing they had more opponents that were USL League One sides. 
because I found it easy to push aside Union Omaha this weekend, this last week in the Open Cup. Uh, Houston, our old friend Darwin Quintero scoring the second goal as Houston get a 2-0 win over Chicago Fire, who continued to just be terrible. <laughs> just awful. Uh, Nashville push aside D.C. United. D.C. United having... They're struggling. Yeah, they're just yeah. struggling there. Bottom of the near the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Portland get a three 0 win over Colorado. That one's a bit surprising. Uh, Austin FC and Dallas, the Texas Derby, two two draw there. Uh, and then in uh, on Sunday, LAFC surprisingly, you know, sarcasm there, two 0 win over New York Red Bulls. <laughs> so yeah, just kind of business as usual. It feels like uh, in the last week of soccer in yeah. MLS. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of boring, kind of predictable in some ways. We'll, I guess we'll find out when we get to our predictor segment how predictable it was. So, Yeah, next up for Minnesota, as we, we've mentioned a couple times, Wednesday night, 9 p.m. pre-match show, 9.30 p.m. kickoff, and those are central times, yes, central times, because for some reason we need to, we need to move kickoff times back to 7 o'clock for the West Coast teams. Uh, 9 p.m. pre-match show, 9.30 p.m. kickoff between LA Galaxy and Minnesota United this Wednesday night on 1500 ESPN, live.1500ESPN.com, and the free Score North mobile app. You can hear Dan Terra and myself for the broadcast of that one. Dan, I'm really looking forward to another 9.30 kickoff. Dear MLS, <laughs> your West Coast teams, whilst this is for Cal, whilst playing at home, should not start any later then 7 p.m. at the very latest. That would be a 9 o'clock kickoff in Central Time, 10 o'clock on the East Coast. There should, there's no reason to start later than that when you're playing on the West Coast. Yeah, if you're Thank trying you. to attract young audiences that have – Come on. That Come on, man. Kids, they're going to be in bed by that time. So that's really Seven o'clock. hold into those younger kids. On, and let me just say this, particularly on in the middle of a week. Yeah, now, if you want to start just... at 7.30 on a Saturday, go ahead. But on a Sunday night or a Wednesday night, there's no reason for the league to let them start later than, than 7 o'clock. But I think your New Yorks and your L.A.s run the league. So yeah, if that's I'm what not, they want, that's what they get. I'm not a fan of these 9.30 p.m. No, kickoffs ridiculous. in Central Time. It's, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, so it and, and I think... And I think this is a uh, this is a match where I think if Minnesota um, Wednesday night comes into this, and my hope is they are pissed off after what happened the last two yeah. matches, blowing uh, blowing leads in both their road matches at New England and at Miami. I hope they're pissed off. I hope there's a bunch of I hope there's cautions flying right and left, and I hope they find a way to get a result. Um, but I think they need to play like. They play like they should be, and that should be. They should be really in a really salty mood, and I hope that's the way they come out on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm with you. I want an angry, pissed off team that's yep. going to come out like with their hair on fire, just running all over the field, getting into challenges, getting into fouls. Don't be stupid, dangerous. Don't get red cards, but like just get <laughs> just in there. Lots and of just, yellows, <laughs> and just get in yellow and get in LA Galaxy's faces, and just don't let them Do have you. the ball for too long, and just. Bring it to the, the the home side on a Wednesday night, late at night for for your home fans who are, you know, some of them might not stay up that late because it's a Wednesday night. They got to work or they got to go to school in the morning. Yeah. Send them, wake, let them wake up in the morning off, off a good result. I mean, just just let's, go out there and play with your hair on fire. Let's go Ozzy Alonzo on their ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Can we bring him back for a game? I mean, Just I know he's one? injured. I know he's done for the season. But... No, he's done. But wouldn't it? Wouldn't that's the kind of guy you 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 kind of could go? All right, we can rally behind this guy because yeah. he walks the walk and talks the talk. You know, yeah, absolutely. So, miss Miss Ozzy, what a great guy. And then it is a Sunday night match after Sunday, that. Sunday, Sunday. 7 p.m. at Allianz Field, 6.30 p.m. pre-match show on 1500 ESPN, live.1500ESPN.com, and the free Score North mobile app. Dan Terra and myself for Minnesota United Rail Salt Lake on July 3rd mm-hmm. at Allianz Field. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, wait. hopefully the Loons aren't coming off a three-match losing streak. Hope uh, not. Coming back into that one, not going to be pretty if they if that's the case. I really don't want to see that. Uh, so, Dan, no. let's jump into the predictor. Explain away, sir. The predictor, we pick uh, three games each week, one of them being the uh, upcoming Minnesota United match. You pick three winners. You pick three scores. You get a point for getting the winner correct or a draw, and you get a uh, extra point for getting the score exactly right, which is a non-factor because that never happens with us. Uh, so <laughs> we pick three, and uh, – this week, you could technically pick two Minnesota matches if you want to. I only picked one. I, think. I did two. Yeah, yeah, I just picked one. So let's go back over the results from last week. Dan, we have an interesting situation. A fire in the San Jose area knocked mm-hmm. out power to Stanford University, where LA Galaxy were set to take on San Jose for the Cali Classico. So they postponed that game to September. So you have a prediction on the board that will not oh, come through until come September. Come on. Why are they playing at Why are they playing at Stanford? Because San Jose's home stadium is not big enough for the Cali Classico. So when San Jose hosts it, they play at Stanford University. Okay. All right. Fine. That's, Neutral site. It's, okay. It's been that way since. Okay. So that I got to wait on that. All right. Yeah, That's you got to wait on that one. I can wait. You had one come through though. Not a yes. Not a two points. You got a one pointer. You said Houston would beat Chicago three nil. They only got two on them, so it was a two nil win for Houston. <gasps> so there. close. So I close. went. I got. I went. Crazy with this one. I said 4-0 Seattle over Sporting Kansas City. Yes. It was damn close. 3-0. I got 3-0. Close. A lot closer than I thought. I mean, 3-0 would have been a really reasonable guess. Yeah. Anytime you're picking a four-goal margin, you might be crazy. Yeah. (laughs) But I did predict the correct score. Unfortunately, it was against Minnesota. I was going to say, you picked the wrong score. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I know. I did pick 2-1 Miami. I just didn't predict it to be as brutally painful as it was. Oh, so. that's right. You did pick 2-1. Yeah. I picked 2-1 uh, so Miami. So, so I got, got three points. points on the week. Nice work. Week. Nice so work, that you jumps traitor. me up from uh, 16 points all the way up to 19 points. Man. You jumped up from 17 to 18, so I bumped past you Still thanks close. to Still close. Indiana Vasilev's two late goals. <sighs> Disgusting. <laughs> thought we were done all talking right. about that. We are done. Okay. So you're up by one. Yep. I Who started last first? week, so... Okay. So you start this week, sir. I'll start with Minnesota United. I'm right. feeling good. I think they're going to come out. They're going to be angry, motivated on Wednesday. I'm predicting Minnesota 1, LA Galaxy 0. Minnesota is due for a clean sheet. It's been way too long. Um, I'm assuming it'll be Dane St. Clair, uh, but I'm, I'm predicting a shutout. Yep. Wow. One shutout nil. on the road. I like it. Yep. I like a fired up Minnesota side coming out against the Galaxy. Yes. Bring it to them. Yes. I am going with my typical pick, FC Cincinnati. They take on the top of the conference in New York City FC, who will be Uh coming in pissed off themselves after giving up a 96-minute goal to Corey Burke in Philadelphia Union on Sunday evening. 
New York City is going to come out. They're going to go to Cincinnati, and they're just going to run right. 3-1. I don't predict a shutout for New York City. I oh, think Cincinnati okay. will get on the score sheet, but it's going to be 3-1 New York City. Okay. Which What day is that? That one. Oh, you're going to make me bring up the schedule. Is that Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. Stick with me. Where am I on the schedule here? Because I want to make sure up. that I've got the right day for mine. Yeah, that's Wednesday. Okay, so my second pick is uh, Saturday. Okay. I'm picking New England over Cincinnati, 3-1. Whoa, two 3-1 losses in a row And I, I have this in writing. I did not change that I when like you gave it. your score. So I, I came up with the same thing all by myself. I like it. <laughs> 3-1 New England. New England yep. kind of on a roll now, now that yeah. Uh, yeah, they're getting things going back and going for them. Uh, I'm going with an interconference battle here. Charlotte FC hosting Austin FC. Oh, why are you touching we, that one? Because I believe in Austin, not entirely. I don't yeah. think that they're going to be the world beaters that they looked like at the beginning of the season. But again, this oh. is a bad team that they're facing. We've seen what they do against bad teams. They okay. They kind of take advantage of them. So 2-1 four nil? Austin. 2-1? Two no, no. Come Two on, one. go at least 4-1. I don't trust their defense. And I don't trust their <laughs> offense to score okay. four goals against. 2-1 right, Austin. Fine. Be that way then. Okay, and and for my last pick, I don't I don't have an explanation why I picked this one, but I just looked at it and I kept coming back to it and I said, okay, uh, Sporting Kansas City taking on the New York Red Bulls. I have them ending in a one-one draw. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yep. New yep, York Red yep. Bulls I, not a good weekend for them. Going. On I don't the know why. Losing. I just I kept coming back to it, so I said, just go for it. Got to go with your first hunch. So that's my. Red Bulls have been impressive on the road, so be shocking we'll if they didn't find a way to win yeah. against Sporting Kansas City, who've just been terrible all season long. Uh, for my final one, I'm going the July 3rd match for Minnesota United. I didn't want to touch Wednesday's match. I don't have a feeling Coward. any way to go with that one, <laughs> so I'm going to go Minnesota 2-1 over Real Salt Lake, coming back, yeah. energizing the the home crowd at Allianz Field, getting okay. a 2-1 win over Real Salt Lake. We don't have to worry about... Uh, who's the, the young goalkeeper for Al Salt Lake. We don't have to worry about him because they basically have put him on the bench because he won't sign a new contract with them, so they're not giving him any minutes because he's not part of their future, So, which is hilarious yeah. that that's yeah. how that ended up. Why don't you go home for a while? <laughs> that's what they're telling him. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to remember his name, but I can't remember for the life of me right now. No, no, I'm, I'm the kid who kicked the ball too. into the crowd last year. Yeah, he's Mr. Field. Ego, yeah. Yeah, well, well Mr. Ego's on the bench. He's not playing this year oh. because he won't sign a new contract for them. Oh, oh well. Good for him. Good thinking. Way to go. Smart move, kid. All right. So that moves us on into write that down. It's our weekly, one of our weekly soccer related prediction segments. We each make three soccer related predictions, not necessarily scoreline predictions like the predictor. We'll keep track of the predictions throughout the year. We'll call them goals. And the person with the most goals at the end of the year wins the golden boot. Dan, so far, our scoreline is even right now after you scored a goal this week. 11-11. to Nice. And nothing coming off the board for me this week. I like two things come off the board. One controversial, really controversial. The other one, not really. I'll go with the non-controversial one. You said Minnesota will not give up three goals in their next five matches. That was three goals in a single game because they had had a 3-1 loss or whatever, I think. I I don't remember. Uh, You said they wouldn't do that. I don't remember what brought it up exactly. And they didn't do that in their next five matches. They didn't give up three goals in a game in those next five matches. Uh, but you did say last week that Robin Lud would score the next Minnesota goal. <laughs> well, 
officially it's credited to Luisa Maria, but if you watch that replay 17, 18, 19, 2,000 times, you have no idea who the help kicked it in. But officially it's credited to Luisa Maria, so on technicality, you lose this goal. And and if it was going to change, it would have changed by now. Yeah, it would have been changed already. Because they watch those, they they look at those, you know, and 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 uh, oh you don't think there's any part of Minnesota saying no official scores just give Luis Emery this one he needs it you don't think there's any of that going on yeah i think there probably is another angle of that goal somewhere that would make it more clear and maybe they have that and maybe well, that's they what the they used they have the cameras in the goals don't they i don't well, we that never saw that i've never seen that angle cuz that angle would probably make it clear yeah i don't know if they have i thought it was i thought it initially was was Robin and then I, I looked at Robin's reaction and Luis Amaria's reaction and I said I don't know that's or, or, at least Amaria thinks he scored it so <laughs> yeah. oh well all right fine I'll take one for the team as long as somebody <laughs> scores as long as somebody scored I had to go back and listen I'm like did he really say that and I listened I'm like oh that's that's not good timing for that one all right yeah. so you started last week I'll start this week Dan we mentioned Gareth Bale signing with Yes. Uh, LAFC. According to Taylor Twelman, he will play his first game, coincidentally enough, on July 8th against the LA Galaxy. So in the LA Derby. Nice. Once nice. again, one of those teams bringing in a world star to debut, just like LA Galaxy did a couple years ago with Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who scored that half field worldy to open up his career in MLS. I don't think Gareth Bale's going to do anything like that. I mean, I think he'll score a hell of a goal in that game. Gareth Bale will play, will have 16. If I counted it right, MLS matches to play for LAFC this season. Okay. He will play over 10 matches for LAFC in the regular season. He's had okay. an injury history, so that could be if he there. He'll score over seven goals and have over three assists. Ooh. Okay. This is a in parlay. 10 here. games, in 10 plus games. Okay. Write that all down, right. Dan. All right. You write that down. I can't remember all that. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, by the end of July, Minnesota United. Oh, wait, I better put this. At the end of July, Minnesota United will be in a playoff spot. At the end of July, yes. Okay. When July, when uh, uh, August first hits, they will be in a playoff spot. All right, I like it. Write that down. Some positivity coming from the loon call today. All right, LAFC, another one here, Dan. They have three losses on the season so far, and they're only getting better with some of the additions they're making. They will not have more than six losses to end the season, Dan. So wow. they've only got wow. three more losses to account for for the rest wow. of the season. Wow. All right. All right. Well, Write that a, down. That's a stretch. All right. Um, okay. The next two matches for Minnesota versus the Galaxy and Real Salt Lake, there will be two shutouts. Whoa. Mm-hmm. For Minnesota or just two shutouts? There will be two shutouts. There's the potential for four. Okay. I like it. There will that's be at least two. an interesting way to word that. Yes. Yes. All right, for my final one this this week, Dan, Minnesota. I know fans are really down on the team right now. <laughs> yes, not happy with a lot of things right now. Minnesota will not win the wooden spoon this year. If you want to call it winning the wooden spoon, <sighs> well, they of will course not they win won't. It. Of course they won't. What do you mean? Look at the table. <sighs> the last place team right now, fourteen points. Minnesota they... only has eighteen. There's they a possibility. Couldn't... They're in that nah, range. No, nah. If you played goal, they wouldn't win the wooden spoon. 
Points wise, no, they're in that I'm, range. I don't I'm, think talent wise, at, they're in that range. I'm writing that down as a gimme. The tap in. It's a tap in. All right. Okay. My third one. Uh, I'm going back to the end of July. Robin Lude will have ten goals by August first, end of July. Ten goals. Yep. What's he's he got right got six now. Six. He's going to score four in the next month and a couple well, he games. He would have had seven if they credited him with the one on. Sure looked like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It sure looked like he scored that. <laughs> They'll get to nine, and you'll just be pulling your hair out because <laughs> that one nine. against Miami should have been his. <laughs> it sure looked like it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. That has been write that down for this week. That has been Loon Talk for this week. We tried to take your mind off a little bit of the Inter-Miami match. We'll stop bringing it up. Next up for the Loons, as I said, Wednesday night on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com and the Score North mobile app. Uh, 9 p.m. pre-match show with Dan Terra and myself. 9.30 kickoff for Minnesota United at LA Galaxy coming up Wednesday night, Dan. I'd, I normally say can't wait for that one, but because it's so late, I guess I can wait. I'll have to wait. Let's go. Let's go. Take a nap. Something. Take a nap. I have to take a nap. Man up. Let's go. Suck it up. Let's go. I'm excited. It's late, but I'm excited. I think they're going to play well. So let's get to it. I guess I don't have to work the next day, so I will be excited about it. Come on, man. There we go. Let's go. All right. And I will talk to you Wednesday night. Then we'll talk to you again Sunday night for Minnesota, Real Salt Lake at 7 p.m., 6.30 p.m. pre-match show. Same spots, same channels, uh, nearly the same time. Uh, Dan, and then we'll be right back here Monday night, same time. Got it. Thanks, everybody. See ya. See you, fans. Talk to you then.